Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? I am gonna sell it out for you. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. I am Jimmy, joined as always by my co-host Liam. Liam. Jimmy, what's up? Nothing. How are you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. I'm ready to clash with the champions. Well, I don't think you're going to. Well, Spoiler they're not alert. either, really. They're going to be they're disappointed. Not, they're not. I think no, we've they're spoken not. about this, but I thought there's a cool pay-per-view idea for an actual pay-per-view with champions clashing against each other. And it's called Survivor they, Series. Why well, I, I was just going to say, <laughs> they, as I'm saying it, they just did it. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, um, obviously, it's a WCW old pay-per-view when it's only in its second year because yeah. they renamed it from Night of Champions. Well, you know how they did the uh, the Great American Bash before WWE has, and then they did, they've also done the Bash. Oh. They could have they just done the Clash. Yeah. You know? Yeah, although I hated when it was the Bash because I love the Great American Bash name for a pay-per-view. Yeah. But in this yeah. case, I think I think it could work, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Not, not even necessarily that I love the Clash either, but just Clash of Champions, that's false advertising. It certainly <laughs> is. Period. And, um, Need the info. Obviously, a lot of the podcast today will be devoted to SmackDown because that is their last stop yep. before the We're Royal going Rumble. Home. We're Raw, going home. Yeah, Raw doesn't even have one. Uh a pay-per-view that is before the Rumble. They earned the right to not have one by yeah, winning Survivor Series. Exactly. That's that should have been the unnamed stipulation. <laughs> but uh, you got what you wanted. But before SmackDown, we will get into Raw. There's not too much to go into. But at the top of the show, we did have Samoa Joe in the ring. I don't like how they sometimes pick and choose when to have them already in the ring. In the ring, yeah. So the entrance is off air. I don't know what is the actual well, decision. It's timing. You only have three hours. Well, that's the thing. I don't know <laughs> what the decision is to choose one way or the other. But um. Yeah, like, why? I was happy that he got that spot. I just thought it would be yeah. really cool if Raw opened and his music would be the first thing I heard, because I wouldn't be expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. So I mean, it, you did hear his music, but yeah, just true. not in that way. I um, know what you mean. It does show that they think he's good enough to be in that spot, which is a good sign. Yeah, and he seemed really comfortable to Very me. comfortable. I mean, for the nature of the spot, how he was out there talking for an extended period yeah. while they kept cutting backstage. Right, and the fact that before that, he was just in the ring waiting for them to go live as well. Yeah. So this promo in general, like from him, he was great. But I do think it was awkward how they went back to Seth and Dean. Like, they're the shield now. Why isn't Roman with them? Like, it was very weird when they're like, go get him. And I don't know if you heard Wade Keller, how Wade Keller thought that meant that Dean was going to go out and fight Samoa Joe. But I knew it meant go get Roman. Right. Personally. But I don't know why they just all wouldn't be there together watching the screen if they're a unit now. I, I, yeah. I didn't get the point of that. Yeah. We got to take care of each other. You understand? It almost felt like it wasn't supposed to happen because Joe was kind of like, he held his own. But I felt like after a while, he was just like thinking like, and yeah, I'm going to hit you and, and I'm going to choke you out. Really? Because I could see how you'd say he's just kind of treading he was water. Good. Like he was killing good, time waiting felt, for the next yeah. development. But I don't know. I kind of felt like he kept saying something new. Like he went to... Uh, I don't need Sheamus and Cesaro. I don't care about Seth and Dean. Which was funny. You know, he he yeah. did continue to... Yeah, which was a ruse, ultimately, right. at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, no. But, like, he was saying new things at the very least, I thought. Yeah, I, I liked it. I just felt that after a while, it was like, all right, where the fuck is Roman now? And I never thought I would yeah. say that. It was definitely timed out weird. Although I would rather Samoa Joe in the ring berating Roman without Roman Reigns being there for the entire three-hour episode if it meant not having Roman. Yeah. But for the sake of knowing that Twice the show was going to happen. No but yeah. Roman came out, they brawled. Like we said before, Sheamus and Cesaro were already in tow. 
Um, real quick side note. Have you been reading the stuff on Seamus? I don't know if you're upset about this. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm no, upset. I'm, a, I'm impressed. I mean, he doesn't seem to be hurt, but you're alluding no to the way. rumors that he's like, well, he has got spinal some back stenosis. problems. He, oh. has sp- he has spinal stenosis, which oh. is what a lot of wrestlers incur as damage from the ring. Right. If it's at the spinal stenosis age or time, it's easier to rehab, which is the real reason why Seamus took that sabbatical in Ireland. Uh, I've, oh, really? Yeah, okay. I follow him on Snapchat, so he actually videoed himself getting um, physical therapy. And oh, wow. He was like promoting this workout equipment that helps with stuff like that. Um, I'm Hopefully. assuming that the medical doctors are on top of this and they wouldn't be letting him... Compete or, or perform. Yeah, because there's a way to get around him competing every single week since yeah. he's with Cesaro or now that he's with Joe. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely I, aren't like painted into a corner to where you need to see Sheamus in action every week. Yeah, so I'm hoping it's not that serious. There are rumors, of course, rumors and speculation only of him possibly retiring early because of this, but I think that's a little too early to tell. Um, yeah. He went almost 18 minutes with Seth this past Monday, which was yeah. the second best out of the three Shield matches which we'll get into right now. Um, all three members of the Shield were what? No, I just, I, I, I'm curious. Are you going to say Roman and, Roman and Cesaro was the best? I hate to admit it, but I think it was the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. B- believe me, I Because I don't think Dean it. and Joe was that bad. I just, the Jordan well, stuff was Well, no, I don't think weird. any of them were bad, but if I'm ranking them, I would rank Ambrose and Joe as last. Yeah, well, that's, um, that was my And confusion. I think Jordan has a big part to do with it, just because I found that kind of unnecessary to yeah. continue incorporating him into this. I mean, I don't... Well, they're, I mean, they're going somewhere with it. No, I know. I just... Just bear with me for a moment. I don't know. I it's awkward when you have like one member of the shield lose and I think they attempted to protect Dean, which yeah. they sort of did in a way. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh Seamus took on Cesaro. No, he didn't. Seamus took on <laughs> Seth Rollins in the first batch of the matches. There you go. Which I think definitely could have an argument for being of the best. I think for me, they've been wrestling so much against each other. Yeah. And Okay, no problem. Here's my second plan. I don't like how Rollins decided to use a finishing move that utilizes his knee um i have done some research and it isn't the knee that was surgically repaired but you still need the knee that was surgically repaired to go off on yeah and it's also the knee he's selling right at the time that's for me riding in pain with this knee that wins you a match doesn't make sense see that's what put it below roman and cesaro because roman also had a spot in his match where he was able to lift up cesaro for that power bomb but yeah i have to say i give credit when it's due i'm not a total biased podcaster the way Roman was, like, so exhausted after it, I don't know if you noticed, he did a sit-out powerbomb, and he literally was just like... Oh, yeah. I thought that was great, yeah. because it helped me come back into reality, because that would never out, happen. That sit-out powerbomb, yeah. when he lifted him with the bad arm. And just, like, the way he was, like, out after it, and, like, Corey Graves was like, oh, my God, uh, Roman and spent right now. Like, yeah. I thought the psychology of that match, the timing of it, Roman's facials is what put it over the edge for me of the three. Okay. And I do give him credit for that, as much yeah. as I hate to. Cesaro, too. I, I oh. would definitely give a big assist oh, I, at the very least. Absolutely. And people, <laughs> people online are like, when are people going to stop saying that someone's carrying Roman to better matches? Listen, I'll admit, Roman carried Elias to their match. Roman probably carried Jordan to their match. Yeah. Cesaro did carry Roman in this match. Yeah. In this particular match. Give me a hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't definitely. take anything away from Roman. But Cesaro was on like a whole other fucking level in this match. Yeah. He was just like the irresistible force. I mean, the giant, the whole reversal spot that led to the power, the one-armed power yeah, bomb, incredible. Was all Cesaro lifting him up and over to do the sunset flip? It, like it was. Uh, there was a spot during a commercial where he did the swing into the barricade, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. That's why I think Seamus and Cesaro should reach their shelf life soon. I like them. They've done more than I thought they ever would. I never thought when, when Mick Foley put them together that they would be a three-time tag team champion on Raw. They've yeah. beaten the Hardy no, Boys. Definitely. They've beaten the New Day. They've beaten uh, two members of the Shield. Mm, kind of. They're probably the second best tag team of 2017. Maybe. Right below the Usos. Mm. Um, but I am. I do want Cesaro back in a single spot. I finally want him to get the push that he deserves. I mean, if he if he gets the push that he deserves, definitely. If because I, he's yeah. being featured Yeah, no, now. that's the thing. They are utilizing them well. They got lucky with this. I do have a problem, though, with the way that just the story is just that the shield guys have the number of the bar even in Samoa Joe like even Dean Ambrose in Samoa Joe the story was that he would have won it were it not for Jason Jordan right and the story like just the, you see this super competitive match between Sheamus and uh, Seth Rollins but it's inherently flawed when all the while you know most likely Seth Rollins is going to win and that was coming off the heels of a vicious beatdown like within yeah. the, within the hour, it would have been perfectly excusable for Sheamus to win. But even in that situation, the story is that Seth Rollins has his number, and it's unfortunate for Sheamus and Cesaro because, <clears throat> and it also doesn't just doesn't make sense in the context of why are they having such a competitive match if we all know that Rollins is ultimately going to win ten times out of ten. Yeah, I do think that they could have even the score at one one. Maybe had Seth and Sheamus go to a countout or something, or or. Seth Rollins' knee is injured where he can't make it to the ring, where you're not pinning Seth, but at least you could say that it's they're tied. And they have a yeah. six-man match, I think, tonight it's on? Or maybe Thursday? Oh, no, Thursday tribute night. Tribute troops. to the Troops. It's yeah. the Shield versus Samoa Joe in the bar, which has been taped already. I'm sure you can guess who won. Yeah, um, obviously. I think it was weird to do that match, a tribute to the Troops. Yeah. Um, did they? They advertised it, right, on Raw, that that was the match that was going to be happening? I don't remember I, hearing it on Raw. Because I knew what happened from the wrong. results. I feel like they did. I mean, they fucking should have. This yeah. is what they're building to, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they have plans to do it again. Right. Maybe. I don't um, know. Because, you know, not everyone's going to see tribute to the troops. But Seth Rollins, you even could have pinned him. Like, as far as, you know, you didn't have to pin him, but you could have pinned him. Oh, he no, just you did. Had, just, you had gotten beaten down, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Earlier in the night. Even if not, like, I don't understand why, why some of the time Sheamus couldn't win and some of the time Rollins couldn't win. You know, outside interference aside. Yeah, no. Outside interference, I very far. Agree. Outside. I agree. Um, and don't forget, Sheamus and Cesaro have... I mean, I think it's inevitable that most likely Sheamus will turn on Cesaro. And they still have that Probably. last match to have from their best of seven. Don't forget, they're still not a winner in that series. And there's a great match to be I had there. I think WWE's probably forgotten. Um, I don't know if I they haven't. would. It's possible. I haven't, well, but they the probably I mean, have. Us fans haven't, at least. But that's that's going to be pretty cool. And don't forget, we have the Revival to take their place. And if I were to book going forward, you have to imagine there's going to be one last blow-off between Dean and Seth and The Bar, since their last tag team match didn't have a... Well, it had an ending, but it was kind of in collusion. You think the... Sh- inconclusive. You think the Shield is going right. to ultimately come out of it with the belts? Championships? No, I think you should have... I mean, in a perfect world in wishful booking, I would have booked a ladder match um, okay. at the Rumble. I don't know if they That's would right. have them all compete in the actual Royal Rumble match after a ladder match. That'd be at least when Dean Yeah, I mean, you have enough guys to even keep them out. Yeah, I mean, Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens opened up the show with that crazy last man standing match, and they both were in the Royal Rumble that year. They sold yeah. it, too, so there's usually, a way. It usually varies just yeah. based on how many guys they have for the yeah. Rumble. Yeah, but I would have the Revival come back. If you do it at Philly, they'll get probably a bigger pop than they would anywhere else just because it's a smarter crowd. Yeah, and so come back and cost Seth and Dean? 
or attack both teams to let them know we're here and yeah. build to a triple threat match, but the title's on the Revival. Okay. And then have the Revival be the lead heel team going into WrestleMania. Maybe Jeff Hardy returns as Brother Nero if they want to do something. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that's what I would do. If they want to keep Sheamus and Cesaro together, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying they have a heel tag team whenever they want to yeah. utilize and put in that spot. Are they ready to come back? I, I mean, heard they are. Like- um, seems like they should be. Or They've been gone is. for a while. I think they Scott really need, is the one that was injured. They really need to come back and hopefully um, not get injured for a while. And uh, so, yeah, those were the three Shield matches. Uh, Jason Jordan had a decent week. I thought his acting was a little better. I liked the whole Kurt line. That could have come off very cheesy. Yeah, and I yeah, 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 yeah. He's coming well. along as yeah. far as his performance in the role. I think they're building to either probably Jordan and Joe maybe next week. You would think Jordan yeah. and Ambrose is a possibility too, but it depends how they're playing him right now, which seems to be as a baby face still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, is there anything else that we're gonna do with Jordan? Like, well, I don't know if you saw the leaked photo of Kurt Angle who did a photo shoot with like new gear. It's like oh, inspired no, by Captain America. I'll show you. No, there. it sure sounds promising. So we knew that he was wrestling at WrestleMania. I mean, not yeah, that it was confirmed, of course. but it's obvious. And I just have a really bad feeling they're gonna go with Angle and Jordan. I don't know really. Why. I I'm very well, no. That is very one of nervous. the logical places this would be headed. Yeah. So I think that could be it. Um, but do you have anything else between the bar, Seamus and Cesaro and the Shield, Jason Jordan, about the matches or going um, forward, where they're going? With the knee, I mean, uh, just to pile onto the knee, uh, he also sprung to the top rope to do the superplex into the Falcon Arrow combo move, which, A, by nice. itself should win matches sometimes because it's, uh, it's such a big move. So amazing. B, how is he springing to the top rope from the ring with a bad knee? Yeah, that was... And also, just in general, as far as his move goes, like they just should have never taken the curb snap away. They should have just renamed it. I know. It was like you never would have neutered Steve Austin by taking the stunner away from him after he won his first title at WrestleMania 14. And that was the exact same situation after WrestleMania 31 with Rollins, only you did take it away from him. Yeah, Which you shouldn't. You just should have renamed it. And not for anything. I'm sorry, we're going to go. No, on. no, no. I almost feel bad to even bring it up, but please. Uh, Roman has a move called the drive by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Probably rename that too. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. So that was, uh, I mean, I am liking, I think they're doing a good job of featuring a lot of talent. I think that it was smart to incorporate Samoa Joe into this because obviously we're leading the ultimate payoff is going to be the blow off match with the tag team titles and the intercontinental championship match between Joe and Reigns. That's the end goal for this before WrestleMania season. So. I'm looking forward to that. Do you think they put the title on Joe? Do you think they're waiting long enough? They're giving Roman enough title defenses where if he loses it to Joe in, let's say, maybe a month or less than that, or maybe at the Rumble if they wanted to pull double duty, yeah. would it hurt him for holding the title for that long? Are they trying to give him these like weekly defenses to show the amount of com- c- people that he's beaten to kind of lessen that blow? Because you know right. they're thinking about that. Like, oh, can we really take the title off Roman after holding it for X amount of months? Yeah, I think but they he, have to be thinking about that. He might he might keep it through Mania yeah. and win and have both titles. But he'll have to drop it to someone. And if he holds both titles, and wouldn't that person be entitled to a match for both championships then? That's where that gets tricky for me. Like if like if Joe beats him for the Intercontinental title after he's Universal Champion, yeah. then he's owed a Universal Or do they do a match. double title type of thing? Maybe. Remember when the European and the Intercontinental Championship match was contested between Chris Benoit, Jericho, and Kurt Angle, and they mm-hmm. did that match where like the first fall was for the European Championship, the second fall was for the Intercontinental? Yeah. I always thought they should do something like that. I would put... Um, yeah, we'll talk again, about, yeah, We'll, they we'll talk about SmackDown later, but if I were to wish a book that, I'd put the... Yeah, I'm going to save that for later. Um, <laughs> but just Bobby Tease, Roode. good tease. Bobby Roode's in it. I don't want to forget. 
Okay. Um, this week of Raw is really easy because everything kind of overlapped. Those were three matches right there with yeah. the women. You know, Man. The Absolution finally attacked Asuka. Um, Absolutely, then, they did. Uh, well, before that, it was uh, Mandy Rose and Paige against not Mickey, Mickey and James, Mickey and Bailey. Wasn't oh, two uh, of them? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was Mickey and Bailey, and Sasha's okay. at ringside. Oh, okay. Um, Mandy Rose got the pinfall. I think. Yeah, she did. Paige gave her that kick. I think Mandy at least could have given her a finisher to put an exclamation point on it. Yeah. Um, I also but it was like think... Paige was just handing Mandy Rose the win. Yeah. Of. I also would have put Sonya Deville in Mandy Rose versus... I wouldn't have put Paige in that spot. Yeah, do you just think that, that they're not Mandy. as confident in Sonya Deville as they are in Mandy they, Rose? Well, I'm telling you... I mean, you, if you go off what we've seen, like, they're... I don't know. Mandy Rose seems to be more comfortable than... Well, Sonya Deville. from someone who watched NXT with both of them, I would put Sonya Deville in. She's, oh, wow. Yeah. She's good enough to be in okay. that spot. She had a great better than Mandy Rose. Much better. Yeah, oh, I think wow. Mandy has a better look, and her promos are a little better just because that's her character. Yeah. Whereas Sonya's not comfortable in that tough girl promo girl yet, that tough girl promo, promo girl. area yet. Um, but Sonya yeah. Deville and Ruby Riot actually, which I don't know why they're doing, two weeks ago in NXT had a no disqualification match when their Ruby Riot played the baby face, Sony Deville was the heel. Yeah. I don't know why they would and they did it intentionally because they had an NXT taping at full they had a match on NXT when they were in Houston that they taped before okay. TakeOver that aired next week's on NXT because whatever venue they're in, they'll tape NXT for the next week. Right. And then they'll have their full sale tapings. The full sale tapings took place after Absolution debuted and they still chose to have this feud continue as opposed to letting it go. Which is yeah, weird. and they had to show clips on NXT of them on Raw and, Sm- uh, That's on weird. Raw and SmackDown. That's weird. Why weird. they would go there? Like yeah. start introducing new talent. Yeah, uh, they aired. I'm not going to do the spoiler to what happened, but they did air a vignette on NXT this past week, which I had no idea who it was for. But uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to this and fast forward 30 seconds. But okay. it's for Shayna Baszler. Okay. And um, I knew she had debuted from the tapings, but I didn't put two and two together when they showed the vignette. Because the vignette looks like a guy with black smoke, well, like fog with a black and darkened areas. The face isn't showing with like a leather jacket. I thought it was a guy. Okay. And then the internet, uh, Enlightened Mike, Mike Johnson figured out. And now that I saw what she was wearing, because she has like a leather jacket. Like, I don't know what her gimmick's going to be, but like her hair was slicked back she's running like a leather jacket biker chick i don't know if they're trying to separate her from sony deville because sony deville and her are very similar uh styles ish styles yeah. both mma but Looks. um and then so that was that match then we also had asuka and alicia fox i don't i guess this is a, g- a good way to extend but I don't, I don't get the whole like two 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 like it's too much two two matches with emma two matches with dana brooke two matches with yeah. Alicia fox i don't yeah. know if they act like one and three don't exist uh i don't really get it um but the match yeah i don't i, didn't, yeah, I don't know the match didn't it oh didn't, oh, it didn't happen alicia to fox alicia fox well like, kind of she could have been yeah that they was cut weird. to her in the back they, yeah because i guess this is part of the page pages groups thing yeah, is she that they're been like on the floor oh, let's check in with the girl who's supposed to have right. come out right now and she's not even on the floor yet yeah, she's just like kind that. of her arm is kind of hurt but she's like conscious and and it looked like she was walking out to the ring fine. too yeah like and but then the referee seems out. to be telling her that she can't compete, and then she shows up as part of the entire uh, locker room right. spilling out later yeah. on in that segment, yeah. in that very segment. So that's, I don't know, very weird. Very weird. And uh, so they finally attacked Asuka. I like how Asuka took them down, gave them a fight for a few minutes. That yeah. was good. It wasn't um, just over- And same thing with overtaken. Nia Jax. Like, Nia Jax, this Enzo, I don't know if like they're going to be the team in this mixed tag team tournament. 
because oh, she so, she tweeted. So you were speculating when you said that Braun and Nia. She would tweeted be. it. She tweeted me oh, and yeah. Braun she, would be right. in an awesome team, and then right. Kurt Angle put up a video, and they initially named the people. And they said that we're going to get to pick the last member on Raw. And then on SmackDown, we're going to get to pick which New Day member is in the tournament. Huh. But Kurt Angle already announced that the last member on Raw is going to be Samoa Joe. Oh. Oh, it's nothing sacred. And there aren't enough face women and men to join up. So I had Bailey and Finn Balor before Finn Balor tweeted that he wanted to be with Bailey. Um, I thought the last member Scoop, would be... You scooped Finn. I thought the last member would be Seth Rollins. And I was going to do Seth and Sasha. And then I was going to do Oscar and Braun Strowman. Okay. Oh, wow. And super, still super Goldust, team. I don't know why he's in it, and Alicia Fox. Same. But yeah, now it's... it's Samoa Joe, so that means that it would be Sasha and Samoa Joe, which would be weird, because, or if they do Oscar, I, I don't know what they're going to go with. It's just, but one of them the has to be an off. One team is going to be a babyface heel. It has to be, based yeah. on the logic. So, but that's just that. And, um, just based on the numbers. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, they played Nia Jax's music after that went out. Like, it would have been a bigger pop if, like, Nia hasn't been around and then she's out now. And Well, she uh, was the last one to take out one of the yeah, page, I guess. But I don't know how you're having her do this whole thing with Enzo and then, like, you ever... It's very strange. I don't know. It's like it. she's removed from the women's division, but then when it counts, yeah. she shows up. Yeah. Um, but I, it did make me think, and I don't know if this is intentional and somebody else wrote it on Bleach Report, like, Raw has 11 women. There were a lot. And I was there thinking, were noticeably like, a lot what did you think out? about when you saw that, 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 them all in the ring? What kind of came to mind? Or what? Oh, a rumble. A rumble. Yeah. And I don't think they did it because There were of that, a lot it was in the very, ring at one time, yeah. I don't know. It was very, I don't know. I don't think that have was a, why they did it. Have a women's it. rumble. It was very, right. have a yeah. women's rumble this year, WWE. I think that <laughs> That's anything, exactly what it was like. you have anything else with the women? No. I mean, I do, but we'll, uh, it's... You know oh, how SmackDown copied everything? Exactly. Yeah. That's um, exactly it. Rich Swan has been indefinitely suspended by WWE. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, that's unfortunate. Charges, which is really unfortunate. Roadside domestic. Would never take him as someone no. who would do that. Well, I, mean, I don't mean, know these people. But, yeah. Um, His gimmick is very much not, not that. Like anger. Yeah. Angry so, sometimes. Uh, I mean, that sucks whenever you hear that. And uh, Yeah, it's very I unfortunate. It all, I hope it all works out. I don't see him coming back to the company. No, um, probably not. Also, while we're on the cruiserweights, Noam Dar's out with an injury for a few months. I just was reading that, yeah. Uh, 205 Live, the mixed tag team tournament is going to be in their time slot. Do you think well, they're Well, on abandoning... Facebook Watch, not on the network. Yeah, but my question is, they're going to film it after SmackDown. They're not going to film it in a different arena. They're not oh, gonna it's going to be live? Oh, yeah, I it's guess gonna it's going to be live. Yeah, so I feel like it has to be after SmackDown in that time slot. Yeah. So do they air it after? Do they give up on it? Like, they can't do two hours of SmackDown... Well, I guess it's only a 20-minute show, so maybe they can. Yeah, because it's not an hour-long show. do you think show. more people would leave now if they have to sit through two hours of SmackDown, two and a half hours with, with the pre-dark um, matches, 20 minutes of this show, and then 50 minutes of 205 Live? I don't, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a good, that's a good point. And then usually a dark match main event to boot. So, I don't know. I would abandon the Cruiserweight division if Noam Dar's out. If It's more like a Cruiserweight subtraction. Wow, that's corny. Damn! What about all those Cruiserweights? I'd keep Cedric. I would put Jack Gallagher in the UK division. Oh, wow. Um, so I would keep make... the UK division. That well, doesn't really have a show. Or... It's been confirmed that there is going to be one in 2018. I just don't know if it's going to air on their TV or the network or what they're doing with it. Yeah. Um, Kalisto and Grand Metalik and 205 Live have a team. Um, it's okay. kind of like the okay. Legion of Dragons 2.0, but I would just put them in the tag team division. 
utilize them there. Cedric Alexander can be an Intercontinental Champion mid-card, maybe even maybe even world title contender if they see him like that. Down just the road, yeah. He's a really great hand in the ring. And then Rich Swan's gone. Uh, Rich gone. Noam Dar, I would say sorry. Arya Davari, you can let go of. Oh, so sorry, Dari and Davari. Tony Nese, maybe you can keep. Drew Gulak, they'll definitely keep. Yeah, he's um, good. But that's the entire division. So they could keep four or five people and just... I always said I want there to be, you know, like, weight classes. So the universal title should be the World Heavyweight Championship, and you could have, like, a light heavyweight championship and... Well, they know, do. Have, I mean, so just keep the cruiserweight championship, but not necessarily have its own entire division yeah, with its own show. But I would rename the title personally to what lightweight? To light heavyweight championship. Yeah, I just Why? I don't know because if I had the world heavyweight and the light heavyweight, for me it just seems more cruiserweights. But it's the same thing. It's just a different name yeah, of but, the division. But I'm also changing the universal as well intentionally. It's just how I what I would like to kind of do with it. Right. Just because you'll only have six or five or six competitors in the cruiserweight division, where now you could have maybe Finn Balor competes for the light heavyweight, or oh. no, but oh, you could. It's a bad example. For a few months, you can after he's the universal. Yeah, but I, just, I don't the know. light heavyweight in WWE it just has a stigma attached to it because it was never, you know, there was one in the late '90s, and it was never anything noteworthy at all. No, period. but the cruiserweight championship, I wouldn't say, is that noteworthy right now either. Yeah, but the cruiserweight has history in WCW. It's something that is at least remembered fondly by yeah a group of people. I guess maybe. Um, so next week it's going to be Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander. This past week on 205 Live, it seems like they're possibly turning Drew Gulak babyface. Uh, Enzo Mari booked himself in a feud with Tony Nese and instructed. Drew Gulak to beat him up with him, and Drew Gulak and Tony Nese are, like, best friends. Yeah. And Drew Gulak had this, like, moment of, like, should I do it? Should I not? And he, Did like, he do kicked it? kicked him. Okay. Yeah, he kicked him, and he felt, like, remorse, and they're kind of turning him into, like, a sympathetic figure. I don't yeah. know if they're all going to turn on Enzo. I don't know, but it looks like well, they're they were already, getting away from this. They were already kind of sowing the seeds of dissension, like, on Raw a little bit with that backstage yeah. thing between Enzo and yeah. Gulak. Um, and I pathologically don't watch 205 live right. so you're our 205 live guy yeah uh well it still exists that is i wish there was a women's show instead <laughs> um well might just be a matter of time what else is there on raw oh yeah uh the monstrous main event how could i forget i'm not finished with you the way kane was talking about the abyss i'm like oh okay so it's not just gonna be a wrestling match in a wrestling ring it's gonna be something well, I knew it was a regular wrestling match. Just a... I just didn't know why it was a regular wrestling match after what the feud has been about. Yeah. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. Doesn't make any um, sense. It was a no DQ, right, I guess? No, the, well, there oh, was yeah. a Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's, duh. That's how it that's ended. Right. They announced... And then they started doing the shenanigans. Yeah, they announced right before Roll went on the air, this is for the Universal Championship number one contendership. Why? Yeah. I don't know. What The feud had enough legs, despite the fact that it should be over and shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. Adding the Universal title is ridiculous. All they had to do was, in no mercy, put Cena and Roman in the main event. <laughs> All roads lead back to that. The next night after Strowman lost to Lesnar, Strowman put Curtis Axel through that video board. I would have had that be the ending for Brock and Strowman. Don't put it in the main event so people are pissed off. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like that wouldn't have been a pissed off ending because it could have made it a little bigger or more. Yeah, r- regardless, you would have you would have left it as a cliffhanger, not have as a cliffhanger from No Mercy. Yeah, so you could just do Strowman and Lesnar and maybe some sort of special match at the yeah. Rumble and build to it. Because now do this. Now they're saying it's going to maybe be a triple threat. I think it <laughs> could be. And Kane, what the fuck has Kane done to uh, earn a universal title match? I wouldn't even a be fair surprised question. if they actually go with Kane and Lesnar one-on-one. I don't think they fucking should. That would be terrible. But I can see them thinking that's like a big match. It's never been done. Lesnar's not going to be able to... Did you see Kane fall over his own feet in the ring? Yeah. Oh, you mean the exhaustion that uh... he had uh, 
experience as a result of giving such a beating to yeah, Braun yeah, Strowman. Nice try, Graves. Great cover. Nice up. try, Graves. Um, he tripped. You mean when he tripped over his own yeah. two feet? <laughs> It's a much better description of what actually happened. And it just goes to show you what a good competitor Big Show is, because Big Show and Strowman had awesome matches. And yeah. Kane just is not in the spot anymore to no. doing this. And it was not it was messy. It was I don't noticeable. Know. Like you said, it might be a triple threat match. I mean the Probably only thing this comes match. out of is that just to mix it up a little even bit. Even if Brock pins Kane, nothing gets accomplished because Brock already pinned Strowman. Yeah. Hell, Brock already pinned Roman. Oh yeah. So you know what? You just made the list. Really, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor are the only matches where there haven't been definitive winners with Brock Lesnar. I would have done Seth and Brock at the Rumble. Yeah. If they don't want to do Finn, Seth has a whole history to go back off of. Although he was a heel and he kind of lucked out, they could frame it differently. He could say, "We really don't know who's who's the better man." Yeah. He held his own in the match. I mean, yeah. he was dodging a lot for the nine minutes that it happened until the Undertaker came out. So I um don't understand Finn Balor. Well, Seth Rollins would kind of be out of nowhere. Finn Balor, should we talk about that? Because it's, it's a depressing it, conversation. I mean, it's not even a long conversation to have. He's not being utilized well. He's been in a feud with the yeah, Mistarage no. that isn't even a feud. He's just beating them. Yeah, it's just to keep him strong in. for something he's going to lose to someone. And they're getting too much offense in, in these feuds. I, yep, I don't way know. Way too much. I mean, I guess they just think that he'll probably be a player in the Rumble and last a while. Like, I, I could see them putting him early on and having him be like the Iron Man in the Rumble this year. Yeah. As um, the Demon or as Finn? I would do the demon. You would do the demon? Yeah, I would okay. do the demon. Um, and set up a demon feud for Mania, maybe. Maybe. Um, or maybe they want to have I Finn mean, win. May, that's wishful, though, unfortunately, the yeah. way that he I looks don't know. now. Maybe they, maybe they throw a curveball and they have Roman defend the IC title at Mania and you have Balor and Lesnar at Mania. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of... Of course, they have to do the same exact thing all over again mm. with those horrible bumpers. They expound on the lore a little bit. The laughing is funny, but I was laughing at Bray it's Wyatt. It's too long. Literally it's... laughing. I don't like the whole broken bumper. I don't think it was necessary. It was Woken. weird. Woken. Woken, sorry. Right. I don't know. We talked about this last week. I definitely would have just had Matt Hardy cut. Ringworth Radio said this, too, how he's like talking behind a bed sheet. I definitely would have had Matt Hardy cutting these promos inside of his house or in an environment that we can get accustomed to. And yeah. I said this all it's last week. It's just in his studio with the curtain. I, I don't like it. I hate it. To yeah. Be I like him. I like what he's saying. I just think that they have to deviate from this next week. Well, yeah. And he actually tweeted something to that effect, like uh, to, about what you just said here. He said, patience is paramount in the midst of war. Hashtag woken warriors. So he's talking to fans of the gimmick. We had to play our pawns the first two weeks to draw Bray Wyatt out of the darkness and into the light. Next week, I will elevate the ante and hashtag the Great War. Oh, okay. They also have a picture of Matt and his son, so I'm pretty sure the son is going to be incorporated into the storyline. That would be promising. Because, you know, the son was always a part of the broken storyline. Um, but yeah, what he said, he did expound on the lore, saying that Sister Abigail is somebody that he had tangled with before. And he basically painted the picture that this great war is something that's been going on for like at least since the beginning of time. Um, I mean, I don't know if Vince maybe doesn't understand the concept, but I wrote that Vince mustn't love that the great war is something not only bigger than WWE in storyline, but that on which the WWE is merely a speck on the radar, which is basically what Matt Hardy said, Yeah, you know, and maybe Vince doesn't grasp that concept, but like, that's not something he would normally sign off on, I feel like. So it definitely lends credence to yeah. the argument that you've been making that Matt Hardy definitely has some kind of creative yeah. control, a degree of control. I mean, Mike Johnson is reporting that he does. I know he doesn't know that for sure, but so there's far, rumors I mean, that it's true. Yeah, by by what he said so far. Yeah, um, but 
You notice how they keep saying like the Wyatt Army and what is Matt calling himself the the Broken Warriors? Or Woken Warriors. Woken Warriors. Is this gonna have? Is he gonna have followers? Do you think? Like the second week he mentioned that. Is this gonna maybe. be? I don't maybe, know. Maybe Jeff coming back, or yeah, maybe others who could use some kind have of the a... Wyatt family exist on two different brands. Like the Bludgeon Brothers, I don't mind that they changed their gimmick because they're still in the woods. It's a similar type of thing, but still it's acknowledge a similar type of thing. Why not just do what they already were doing? Yeah, and just a- have acknowledge them their that they're still a part of the Wyatt family, and it's kind of like this this few, this faction that's taking over both brands. Not taking over, but you know, even Strowman. I think Wyatt controlling him, I think that's a storyline to explore down the road if they want. Yeah. Um, Wyatt controlling him still, or yeah. Wyatt, him still being a member of the Wyatt family, even though they're separated. Like, yeah, they played with that a little bit in the Survivor Series yeah, match last a year. a little bit. Um, but they don't generally like any any mixing between the two brands Raw and SmackDown, except for Survivor Series and Tribute for the Troops and the Raw 25th anniversary and the, that they have- and the mixed tag tournament on Facebook Watch and probably a million other exceptions along the way. But generally, they don't like mixing the two brands. Yeah, and the fact that they have um, <laughs> two women's storylines happening that are the same in the women's division on both brands as well. Yeah. That's oh, my God. Too. The exact same. Uh, so Carbon copy. Right. It's a copy of a copy. So are you thinking it's going to be a triple threat match before we move on to SmackDown? Like, Is that where they're headed with Kane and... Yeah, I guess at this point, I think a triple threat match, just to mix it up from No Mercy. I mean, Wade Keller had a good point that the Rumble sells itself, so you don't really need, and it's already sold out, so you don't yeah. really need to match that. So that's kind and of... And it sound, won't be main eventing. That sounds, to me, like an argument for Kane versus Lesnar exclusively, but in that case, I what think do you Stroman have? Str- will be Because I think it's a good way to keep Strowman yeah, out of the Rumble, and put him explain in, why he wouldn't just automatically yeah, win the Rumble. And him being in a title match in general is still a, a big deal, I don't yeah, feel like that. Yeah, definitely. Anything else on Raw? That's no, yeah, it. I guess that I guess that about does it for all. Let's move on to the Clash of Champions in name only. Clash of Champions. This week opened up with a segment that I liked a lot for several reasons. One, AJ Styles is really getting comfortable with being in front of the crowd. Yeah. Not that he hasn't been before. but And like his personality is being fleshed out a bit. Yeah, this was a is a really great. good promo for him. And I like how it wasn't the typical like Hulk Hogan baby face where they get thwarted by the heels and they get you know yep. manipulated like oh, i saw man, it coming yeah. that aj knew that he, he had would, to right he know, like yeah oh man that and how bad would it have been if he just didn't know about that and they didn't well i wouldn't and be they surprised. just acted like it didn't happen i wouldn't be surprised they've done it before that's why yeah. i was that's why i gave them credit for doing this and utilizing I mean, the india social media pictures too you're, you're right to give them credit but it's unfortunate that 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 that's the bar you know like they it's don't set the bar. They because, are the bar because they they it was all over social media. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. That you can't escape to it, that right. degree, right? So yeah, Sunil and Samir try and say that they're done with them, and it was an interesting wrinkle to add to the feud because there wasn't much to it, and this was very intriguing to me. I think the Singh brothers are really great in this comedic role. I think that they should continue after this is over as a tag team i think that they'd be great yeah. they were the bollywood boys obviously yeah but you're saying remain in the smackdown tag team division yeah or wherever they go and def- like i wouldn't we're, just not because 205 live doesn't have a tag team division and they were very much a tag team yeah so and they were a part of the first episode of 205 live and then they must have gotten this idea to put them with gender right um so i think it's been really great i think it's helped elevate gender as a Makes him look stronger. I like that he attacked. I was always waiting for that, you know, for them to hit them or attack them out of anger. It's like that typical dynamic where you have henchmen that you 
you know, if they don't get your job done, you blame it on them. And I think it's yeah. added to him. Does it then take away that they're still with him and don't even mind that he did that to them last week? Well, I think that's the that's the story that they could explore going forward. If when they break, if if and when they break away from, they could be a tag team. They're funny. They were funny last night. I thought. Okay. Um, okay. So I think that's the underlying. When will they, or will they ever go against him? Yeah. They? Okay. Is there going to be a line that he crosses right. that they can't yeah. overlook? Um, gotcha. So then AJ takes them both out. Later on in the show, AJ has an interview. Ginger Mahal attacks AJ again. Backstage, right? Um, so this, uh, first of all, does this main event or does the tag team match main event? It's a good question. I was wondering the same thing. They really were highlighting the tag team storyline yeah. throughout SmackDown. Just for the sake of the championship and AJ Styles and even Ginger Mahal, who was main eventing pay-per-views, I would put it in the main yeah, event. Yeah, I would, I would put it in the main event, too. Because you you think there's a chance Ginger wins the title back, right? I mean, I don't like um, admitting that possibility, but there is one. I thought they were really going to make us believe that the Singh brothers actually were against Ginger. So on Sunday when they come out and help him, that's how he would win back we're the title. We're all surprised. Okay. So when they cut that and AJ did what he did and said what he did, I kind of think AJ is going to straight up retain. Hopefully. I think Hopefully. so. I think it'll be a good match. I think I think AJ should be the first person to kick out of the Coloss, which, by the way, is one of the most protective finishing moves right now in the company. Yeah. At the F5, yeah. the end of days. Um, you just made the list. Dirty Deeds. I don't remember anyone kicking out of that. And this is Abigail. Yeah. Are probably the top five protected moves right now in the company. Oh, wow. Um, Dirty Deeds. That's a shame that that's one yeah. of them. Just a glorified um, DDT. Yeah, but I do like when they do do that with a simple move. Because don't forget, back in the day, that's how matches were ended. Drop kicks, superplexes, DDTs. That's why I like that Alexa Bliss incorporated that into her arsenal, too. Yeah, so I, I like back that in the too. day. And, and the DDT has been done used, as a, used yeah. as a throwaway move a thousand times since. Yeah, but I guess if you put someone through a 13-14 minute match and you do that, it could be seen as a finisher, and they're kind of helping us believe that. At least for yeah. me. That's yeah, just yeah, how yeah. I feel okay. about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think AJ retains, um, personally, Wishful Booking here. I don't know if I'd have Bobby Roode win the title on Sunday, because we'll talk about the United States Championship now. So it's going to be Baron Corbin defending against Ziggler and Roode. Yeah. I would either have Roode win. Okay. Or have Corbin retain, pin Ziggler. Okay. And then you build to Corbin and Roode where Roode does win. Singles match, yeah. And I would do a storyline. If I'm in charge of the show, I'm writing the show, the... Tuesday after Clash of Champions, have AJ be injured backstage. And maybe for one or two weeks, three weeks, Shane and Daniel are exploring it. Although that so also... he just AJ just like trips and, and no, gets like he's seen backstage. Something innocuous. Like happens. Shane and Daniel are, and it depends on what happens in that match. If they're together still or like friendly, Shane and Daniel, I don't know what's going to okay. happen at the end of this match. Right. But they, a producer comes over and says AJ's been hurt. AJ doesn't see it. And you come to believe that Bobby Roode's the one who attacked him. Bobby oh. Roode turns heel. At the Rumble, you do Bobby Roode versus AJ Styles. You could either do it straight wow. up for the WWE Championship. Because if, if they're in Philly, the match is going to be hot. So that's why you have the ability in certain arenas, just like Jinder and Randy, for example, that happened in Chicago. Yeah. The match would not have gotten that kind of reaction if it was happening in, like, Kentucky. Okay, yeah. So Bobby Roode may not, to the casual fan, be at that level yet. But if they're in Philly, he'll be at that level. Right. And that kind of psychologically helps the viewer feel 
that he's important. Right, right, uh, right, right. Because I know people are listening, saying, like, Bobby Roode hasn't really done much to earn. No, yeah. he hasn't. But he has been an NXT champion for a long time. Mm. He has the chops to be a great heel. Yeah. And him and AJ have proven chemistry in the past. It's a match that I'm sure they were going to go to eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could either do something where, like, this is why I brought this up before, where it's, like, the first falls for the United States Championship. Okay. And then... I don't know if I would so do like... So he is U.S. champion at this point. You're saying after he wins it yeah, from Corbin and has a rematch, But they could do it blah, either blah, blah. way. Like, he doesn't okay. need to be champion for this to happen. Okay. Um, And you do like... So Bobby Roode pins AJ in the first fall. So Bobby Roode has pinned AJ Styles. Right. And then I don't know if you would do the second and third falls would need to be both for the championship or if you would just do the next... Cause like oh, it, yeah, because that was Rude... a triple threat match, the, the one you're referencing. Like, the source match, the Kurt Angle, right. Chris yeah. Benoit. So I don't know if you could do like... Bobby Roode wins the first one, so then if Bobby Roode wins the second one, he's the WWE Championship too, W Champion too. Or if you have AJ win the second fall and that's it, or yeah. if you do AJ would have to win twice in a row. So it is literally a two out of three falls match. It's just that yeah, no, I so think the US the title. Two falls. Yeah, so the US title would be the first fall, second fall would be Yeah. Because the there's not something there's not like an umbrella thing on the line. With the match victory, it's just it's basically like two matches back to back. But do you think it diminishes the fact that the WWE Championship and the United States can both be won with just one fall? Like I was saying, like if you have to win the WWE Championship and win twice, it kind of makes the WWE oh. Championship higher. Yeah, but that's confusing. That's where I thought. Well, it's already higher because that's the well, second. Well, it would still that's, be a two out of three falls. It's match, already higher because that's the second fall. You know what I mean? The lesser title is for the first fall. The second fall, which is going to ultimately end the match. Is for the bigger title. Yeah, but you. I, I guess my mind of thinking was that you're like, just you confusing would, it by trying to make it three falls with two titles. Yeah, I mean it would be a traditional two out of three it. falls match. I just feel like at the WWE Championship you needed to win twice. It kind of adds more importance to the WWE title. But you could do what okay. You, you could do a two out of three falls match with both titles on the line. The first fall is going to earn the U.S. title, and the match victor is going to earn the world title. Right. Okay. So this is never going to happen, by the way. But I just think yeah. it'd be cool to do. Either that, if they really want to keep Bobby Roode as a babyface, maybe you do Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin at the Rumble for the United States Championship, and you just have Bobby Roode be the champion leading into WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then maybe do Bobby What? The WWE champion? No, the, the U.S. Oh, okay. I'm okay, saying okay. if this doesn't happen, I would, and they want to stick with babyface. Okay, then, okay. If I would this just have him right, be... Because right, right. I think he's credible enough to win the title. Even on Sunday, I wouldn't be like... Oh my! I mean, I'd be surprised, but I don't think, yeah. like, in terms of his accomplishments, it wouldn't be like. So you'll be weird. surprised. You'll be more surprised than not if he wins the title on. Sunday. I will be just because I don't think they would do it. I think so Ziggler's in the match intentionally. Okay. To kind of extend Corbin's reign and then to. But to extend Rude's opportunity, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Maybe even have Ziggler pinned off of the glorious DDT, like Rude hits it, and then Corbin. But then again, that's how they. That's how they love to end triple threat matches lately. It's like. You know, that would be one reason not to do it is because it's kind of an overused finish or yeah. some, some variation on that has yeah. been done a lot lately, especially with Corbin. But, right. um, but, but yeah, you, do you see Corbin winning? Like what's probably more prediction? likely than not. I see Corbin winning. Okay. And least likely I see Ziggler winning. Yeah. It was, I still don't get why. He, I mean, I think I do know why he's in it, obviously, mm -hmm. for the reasons we just said. But what we don't get is why they didn't just put a little more effort into <laughs> excusing the fact yeah. that he's in it. I mean, they listen, they have live events. Every weekend, they could, you know, that's why if someone loses a championship within one month, they should do a better job of saying, like, guys, don't forget, these competitors are wrestling four or five times a week. They're defending their titles every weekend. You guys just aren't seeing it. Yeah. So it makes us believe that, like, oh, well, just because 
let's just say well, they don't know they don't want charlotte call. loses next month she's still defended against natalia at this house show and carmella at that house show yeah i think it's, it works more to their favor they did it not, with alexa bliss and sasha this past monday with the india which i wanted them yeah to. but that was a his- history making match no but it still makes us think like oh alexa bliss is defending her title even though she's not on raw that's just how i see yeah it. but they just don't want us thinking that because you know there's it's so seldom that they that the title changes hands so if you think about it like that like but it can statistically speaking it just points out how scripted wrestling is that they're defending it so often and that and yet we because wwe is promoting like a title match between aj and gender for the last couple weeks they've been promoting it for clash of champions meanwhile they're wrestling he's defending the title all the time against gender you don't think it cheapens the match they're thank you robert do you don't think it 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 cheapens the match this sunday i had that thought but at the same time it's under it's under a pay-per-view a bigger stage the pressure's on that's just kind of where i i i kind of can see it and yeah. i think that they should do a few title changes a year to add that like if yeah. i would, i would pick like the women's championship to be uh to change hands this, this year i don't know who it would be but i think they should kind of do that to show that it can happen but that i see happen, what you mean yeah, like once I, a year. I thought about what you said but i do think that there's a certain level of you know you're in front of an audience the pressure's on it's, yeah i don't know but total fantasy booking here um the next uh since every champion is defended although it's defended at almost every fucking pay-per-view uh, oh yeah women's uh, champion that's why it's clash of champions because the yeah. champions are clashing with people like they don't usually all right. the time the Sorry, go ahead. women's championship is going to to be defended in what used to be called a lumber jill match but i guess they want to do lumberjack matches again. you know i've been thinking about it I, I think that's their version of progress believe it or not in the same way that the women are no longer called divas they're called superstars that. Yeah, you know, it's like I guess they're looking at it like Although it should be Jack no different. Jack is a men's name for if we're really getting down to it. And a lumberjack yeah, but lumberjill is a isn't a term for no, a lumberjack right. who's a woman. You know, it's just a cute, right. it's a cute wrestling play off lumberjack. True. So, um, and Jack and Jill, obviously. Right. Uh, so <laughs> this week it was Ruby Riot versus Charlotte with Natalia on commentary. By the way, both matches on SmackDown both ended with a DQ. I thought they should have at least spaced them out. That was weird to me. They both the it was both. it was Charlotte and Ruby Riot was the first match and that was a DQ. Oh, Char- I thought Charlotte won. No, it was a DQ. Remember, oh. N- Natalia clothesline Charlotte. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. then Naomi returned, which they totally spoiled by putting her in the video in the in the graphic. I think I said this last week. Yeah, for the for the lumberjack match. Yeah. So I mean, she had a lot of fire and it was a cool moment, but I don't know why you just had to put her in there at all. Like make yeah. her think like, oh, she's out, and then have her come back. Yeah. That didn't, was weird. Didn't. Doesn't make any sense. No. And that was like one of the only differences between what they did on Raw and what they did on SmackDown yeah, was to have the no, other Naomi women come out, out separately before, yeah, the rest of the locker the room. The other women came out. And now yeah. Carmella, I, I don't. And by the way, they initially announced earlier in the show that it was going to be Carmella, Lana, and Tamina versus the Riot Squad. And they changed it at the last minute to Charlotte and Ruby Riot. Huh. Yeah. I was reading W.com and it was like three matches are announced and that was one of them. It was a six women tag That's match. weird. I wonder they why they it. change. I don't know. But um, Charlotte and Natty, I think it's possible Carmella Cash is in here. Really? After the match or during? Um, after the match, probably, right? Like Charlotte retains and then... Probably after. You know what? I would, like, yell at Greg Hamilton not to... There should be a cash-in well, where, like, n- if they're trying to be secretive about it and, like, there's so much chaos going on that, like, the bell rings, but, like, Carmella takes the mic out of the announcer's hand, so... No, because that means that the... Never mind. I was trying to say, like, the other competitor wouldn't know that she's cashing in, but the ref has to make sure they're both 
Like when yeah. a ref starts a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ref so never usually mind. does. What about all the women around the ringside? Like they would, as... I guess, all be occupied fighting each other that I guess when the announcement was made, I guess the Riot Squad would prevent. They okay. would be busy enough. And then a lot of guessing going on. It'd be kind of similar to when the tag team titles were won when... Okay, uh, with the New Day coming in. With the New Day distraction, like that kind of thing. And okay. And Carmella would win. But, I mean, I, I'm sure that kind of stuff is hard to execute, but I love that. You know, the the craziness of yeah. it, like we talked about when that, ha- so when I that think, happened. I think they could do that, but I don't know... Because I don't know, Shayna Baszler now debuting for NXT and the way they're debuting her makes me feel like she wouldn't be at WrestleMania now. And I think that yeah. Ronda Rousey, there's rumors of like Cyborg and Ronda Rousey, who's another UFC fighter that they might bring in for this. I don't know. You mean the Swiss Cyborg Cesaro or? No, she's a. No, I know. Oh, no, I know. No, I just, not the Swiss Cyborg. Because I, I feel like that also, you know, WWE doesn't like to have two people that with the same... No, by the but same the Swiss thing. Cyborg when they is, a, is a terrible him, name, so I'm, maybe this will give them motivation to stop it. Yeah, the Swiss um, Cyborg is a terrible name, but it's weird weird of them that they wouldn't have the foresight to think, if we're going to want to use this person who's known as the Cyborg outside wrestling, maybe we shouldn't call yeah. this other person the Swiss Cyborg just to avoid calling the Swiss Superman because yet this third person has a move that has Superman as a part of the name of the move, and we care most about that person. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's happening, <laughs> but that's... But I something I don't know. I guess I, I, it's hard to predict. I if anything, I guess I would go with Charlotte retaining straight up. Then if that's the case, okay, and no cash in. Probably no cash in. No, okay. I don't think so. What do you think's gonna happen? Okay, so you don't. So you switched. You because you you thought the cash in was gonna happen a minute ago, right? Well, I guess that's more of a wishful booking could happen. But okay. I guess I'm fifty fifty. I'm not okay. confident it's going to happen. I just feel like it could based upon the situation and the match type. The four, and the four horse women possible match at WrestleMania is looking gl- slim. Like to me. whether or not Charlotte has the title during WrestleMania season kind of hinders on that too. I think, well, right? Yeah. Although I did say a few weeks ago that you could get get away with keeping the title in Charlotte, so through that match, you don't right. need to have a SmackDown Women's Championship match, right? So right. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. What about you? Um, I guess most likely Charlotte holds on to it. It's boring. But um, who do you think goes for it next then? Because they're going to probably finish the Natty feud. That's the other thing. There aren't that many heels that could step up to the plate. Yeah. Charlotte already beat Tamina. They're not going to do Lana. Well, unless Ruby they Riot, do a... If they're going to do... Yeah. I guess they would need to kind of elevate her a little more. To yeah. To championship match. Well, she's got the group, so... Yeah. They can I still compensate for her shortcomings. She earn it, though, like I'm saying somehow. Well, yeah, but she could earn it with the group, even though she's not, even though in storyline she's not as developed as most of the SmackDown well, Women's I mean, roster. She still needs to win matches, even if the group is helping her. So she needs to be put in that position to have a little bit of a win right. record. She has to be able to even hold her own. Even if she's cheating to win. She has to be able to hold her own, even if she can't win the matches on her own. Right. Oh, should, there should, we, go. should we talk about that, the Kurt Angle thing? I meant to bring that up during Raw. Ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, wow. We'll I'm talk about, sure we'll talk you about were it happy later. about it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you weren't. To have Kurt Angle, we're talking about when Kurt Angle actually no, said. No, I mean, yeah, I was happy he said, I thought of you. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a great line that was yeah. written for him. I'm assuming it was written for him, yeah. Because that's, because that's, because he keeps saying, I'm the only one, like, I'm the only one who can beat Strowman. I'm the only one who can beat Joe. Meanwhile, he's Jason rattling Jordan, yeah. Jason Jordan. And meanwhile, he's rattling off these names that he's held his own with, but not beaten any of them. Yeah, and no, that was smart for them to say. Yeah, totally. All right, so yeah, back to SmackDown. I don't know. I don't know. Probably most likely Charlotte uh, goes into next week's SmackDown as hashtag and still. And still. SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Another match, Clash of Champions, is a fatal four-way. Yeah. 
tag team championship match. I actually, in my fantasy booking of this week, SmackDown, had Rusev and Aiden English defeating the Usos in a match. So I'm glad they oh, did wow. that. That was cool. Yeah. Um, oh, happy Rusev Day, by the way. Thank you. It You're seems welcome. to be every day now. Yeah, uh, I love like that that's comes, taking off, though. Feels like it comes around quick. I love that that's taking off. I love that he yeah, has a shirt. Uh, they're definitely. not going to win the titles, obviously. No. Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, I just feel bad for. I just wouldn't have brought Shelton Benjamin back to the company and put Chad Gable either in the Cruiserweight division or just have him be like a U.S. title kind of competitor. Yeah. I just wouldn't have done what they're doing. You don't think it's worth it, what uh, they're no, doing? No, or? I don't. I think they're trying to turn heel, but they don't come off it. And it's very, it's weird to me. I'm not buying it. It is weird, I'm yeah. I'm not buying it. Um, um, yeah, the whole that whole tag team segment just didn't. New Day with the again with the pancakes. Yeah, I'm and not understanding. It's it. just uh, it doesn't. It's hard to what I write down. I, I forget what I. But that's why I, that's why I wrote it down. Oh, the tag title stuff really isn't connecting with me. That's what I wrote. Just none of it. I just, mean, I like that. I do think that the Bludgeon Brothers should be getting a, a shot instead. Yeah, of be well, yeah, we covered Brizongo. We about that. Uh, well, that's kind of the culmination of what the Brizongo the fashion files have been building towards. Yeah, but I, I don't, I, I didn't watch the fashion file segment, but I'm not, cons- I still, they still never confirmed through those segments that they were the ones doing this stuff. Well, no, but the match in theory would lead to a resolution one way or the other that it was or wasn't them all See, along. I don't know if they're doing because the Ascension just kind of told Brazongo like, you should face, I thought they would do the Ascension first and then the, Brazongo facing them. The Bludgeon Brothers versus Ascension yeah. before um, Brazongo. The Fashion Files is now on W.com for some reason. They took it off of SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know why. So I actually yeah, I didn't, didn't get a chance it. to watch it to see how the match came about. But maybe there was some sort of story development with it. But I still like you they said. They showed a little glimpse We still of it talked on about how it would be weird. Yeah, but it was still random how they came to the match. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and I, like you and I said, I don't think the Bludgeon Brothers character would be responsible for all the stuff that happened, too. Yeah. So, I don't know well, if that's... Was it you? You suggested that it was would be the, would have been the Ascension all along. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, maybe the Ascension inadvertently, quote-unquote, costs them the match on Sunday, and that ultimately is leading to the reveal whenever that it was there. Yeah. Because that's if... the best idea that I've heard... Yeah, I don't even know if they care enough or have a reveal in mind. I think they're just kind of going with this, to be honest. They have to have something in mind. Why would they be teasing know. the I Bludgeon Brothers to just fig- if their just plan was to figure it out, like Sunday, you know, figure out what the next uh, development's going to be? Because I, I, I just think they think they're funny. I don't know. I think the plan for the Bludgeon Brothers is to They are sometimes. I think that the Usos are transitioning to a babyface role. I think the Usos are going to win this Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah they, probably. I hope they pin Benjamin and Gable. And then maybe you could have a proper match between the Usos and Rusev in English for the titles leading up to Rumble because they didn't beat them. Yeah. And then I think they'll have the Bludgeon Brothers take the title off take the titles off of them. Wow. And then maybe have like the Authors of Pain debut as a team that can beat them. That would be a good match. Which would kind of put them in a face role ish, unless they want to The Authors of Pain. Yeah, I mean like we don't always need the face dynamic, but the Bludgeon Brothers are getting cheered for their destruction. So maybe yeah, could, and, the sl- and the slapping kind of gimmick is yeah, it's pretty cool interesting. and very interesting. I don't know if it's yeah. cool, but uh, do you see the Usos retaining? Um, I guess more likely than not, I see the Usos retaining. Um, I was just, man, I wish in storyline, Gable and Benjamin were like, man, how did we fuck this up? Didn't we win a tag title shot that we haven't gotten yet? How do we fuck well, this up got to the it. point to where there's a... two other teams? Yeah. Now we have a 25% chance of winning the titles, where we started at a 50% chance, and nothing has happened. Yeah. Like we well, didn't. They didn't at their in their control. I mean. 
They did talk about it on w- on Instagram when they announced the match. They had like a video talking about how it's exactly what you just said. Unfortunately, it wasn't on TV. Oh, well, but that's they did get their least. match, and I think it was Gable was the one who decided to, or ended in a countout because Gable chopped the leg of the Usos, and that's where they had that yeah. weird face thing, the yeah. old turn possibly. So <laughs> yeah. I guess they are owed an actual two on two match. But then because the New Day beat them. That's why the initial match turned into to a triple threat match. Right. And so then it because, does kind of make sense. And because the writers realized, oh, man, we really have to stop neglecting Rusev. That's why Rusev yeah. and Aiden English were in- introduced into the match. Yeah. Um, although if Rusev and Aiden English don't last, which I kind of think I want them to, you could do like, and they want to keep Bobby Roode babyface, which I could also see them stubbornly doing. You could do Bobby Roode and Rusev maybe leading to WrestleMania. And maybe. Put, and put yeah. Rusev back in that title yeah. picture. Yeah. Or I could see Bobby Roode having a cool feud with Jinder, too, maybe, um, it, as a face. Yeah. But, yeah, I do ultimately want I'd, – I'd rather have Bobby Roode – Bobby Real. Have Bobby heel – have Bobby Roode turn heel, obviously, sooner rather than later. Yeah. And have it be a reveal that he was actually heel the whole time. Because the glorious thing, he hasn't done anything – That's why like, I particularly came up particularly noble or anything and saying glorious is and he's it makes him kind of pompous that's why my storyline i came up with with him attacking aj would be like this whole time i knew i was coming after you i came here for the WWE championship yeah we have past okay. history if they want to talk about it even no if they don't, they're, not, they're not going to even if they don't want to it's fine but that's that's where my line of thinking was yeah that okay that's why he's here speaking of past history should, is it a good time to talk about the tag main event uh, yeah, the only other match they randomly threw on here was Mojo Rawley versus Zack Ryder, which they have well, not devoted any TV time to. I don't no. know why. They only and have it's two on hours. The, and it's on the pre-show. No one cares. It's on the pre-show. Yeah. I mean, I don't care, but they could have had a sustained rivalry that I probably would have liked to see at least a match between them with a proper build. Well, that makes honestly. one of us. Um, and especially if they were milking it for this long. Yeah. And Bludgeon Brothers and Brazango, I hate that Brazango are going to be defeated like this because it shows me that they don't see them as anything more than... A comedy well team. we'll see i mean i mean i i do hope that the commentators say like you know don't forget brazongo did take the usos to the limit in their tag team title yeah. match and back at backlash don't like, forget this team that's being currently portrayed as a joke hasn't right. always been portrayed as a joke yeah except um, for most of the time do you see mojo or zach winning just oh i don't i mojo i guess yeah, i don't know i, I would so. love a backstage segment where zach Ryder is like you know what man i understand we're in wrestling. This shit happens all the time. I get it. Yeah. You don't want to be you don't want to be a partner with it, me anymore. And the beatdown was not particularly severe. So let's just let's just go our separate ways. I don't really have to. I don't really feel yeah. the. Need, I don't particularly feel the need to get one back at you. We were never a great team. We were, we were never destined for greatness together. Let's just agree to disagree. I know. It's, I guess, I don't know, maybe because I watched, like, Breaking Ground and I watched NXT a lot and I, like, saw them develop and how Zack Ryder was, like, upset about it yeah. and he got sent back down to NXT and how they developed as a team and the chemistry and the whole Gronk. How he was kind of got excited about whole, it for a while. The whole Rob Gronkowski thing. You know, Rob Gronkowski tw- put a picture, a video on his Twitter, who he has millions of followers, talking about this match when it first happened. There was some... A mainstream attention they could have brought to it. I know every, you know, it's oh god, who wants to see Mojarelli and Zack Ryder? But yeah, they, that d- is what e- it's even like. on social media, like they've been like, I don't know if you've been seeing the comebacks of each other. Like there's a picture of Pennywise in the sewer during that that infamous scene, and it's like uh, this is where Zack Ryder's career is. 
Oh and wow, then, no, that's 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 wow. what I'm saying. They've been doing, and then Zack Ryder put a picture up of him winning the IC title and Mojo Rawley winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and he was like on the left is someone who's worked 15 years to get to this moment. On the right is somebody who worked two years and has a famous friend that got him to this moment. Wow. Yeah, that's holy what I'm saying. shit. So they had, they God were damn, they were really doing a good job on social media, like adding the animosity, and they just didn't even like at least bring it, like show the Twitter pictures at least. Yeah, like they do sometimes. So maybe that's why they I don't hear see potential in it because they've been doing great. And if they did those insults on a promo back and forth, would have been would have had more effect. Cool. Yeah, but, you'd then have a bigger reach. Yeah, obviously. So uh, move on to the only match to talk about is obviously the tag team match between Orton and Nakamura. Yeah, versus Nakamura Zane Kevin Owens, who had a yep movement occupy SmackDown, which was clever. I like how they played There's, off of that. The shirts were funny. Yeah. Definitely, but I gotta say, there's no way they didn't make an announcement before that segment that, you know, don't anybody go in the ring or anything, like, you know what I mean? Like, when Kevin Owens and Sammy are saying, I mean, I think there's 0% chance that nobody would have gotten up to go in the ring if the security wasn't at least holding them back. Yeah, but they kind of wanted people to come from the back, like the wrestlers, to join them. Oh, okay. Was that, because I kind of thought... No, it was because then they showed, remember they did the camera angle onto, onto the video screen. They were like, you know, all of you yeah. feel wrong by Trish and McMahon, come out here. And the yeah. whole thing is well, that, that they're delusional. Extra delusional, yeah. Because of the SmackDown Survivor Series elimination match where they kind of fucked over Team SmackDown. So I think that's yeah. where they were going with it. Okay. But even though, even though they want us to be delusional to misremember that Sammy and Kevin cost Team SmackDown the match at Survivor Series when they did not. Well, I'm not <laughs> saying it's logical, but that's just the story they're trying right, to tell. Right, right, right. Okay. Sorry, um, just just to be clear, is that what you want to talk about? Because you talked, you you brought up something else when I was talking about when you said, "Can we talk about?" That oh, yet? Uh, yeah, the commentary on SmackDown, like the Daniel Bryan Byron Saxton that conversation. Fucking, that was fucking heated. About about that seemed real to me. A lot of the logistics of well, they definitely like the plan was to talk about that, but I don't think as in depth as they did. I don't. Um, Daniel Bryan saying, um, "I don't." say everything that i'm told to say that was a pretty and byron's just a back and forth about how byron saxon said yeah but it's your boss you're you know uh when daniel bryan was saying it's okay that i made myself the second referee because shane never consulted me about being the first referee but saxon's like yeah but he's your boss you're not his boss it's not the same yeah and also the stuff about going back before wwe and whether or not that should even be relevant now and Daniel Bryan says well I lived it so it's relevant to yeah. me you know I have this history with Kevin Owens with Shinsuke Nakamura I, the whole thing was just like fascinating and, and then Daniel Bryan was like you know you're doing a good job here but you don't know what you're talking about yeah yeah it's true. I mean he kind of doesn't and uh yeah kind of uh highlighted especially I think by the fact that in the closing moments of Smackdown Byron said I hope Shane sees this I don't know to me I think we should be able to expect that the fucking commissioner of the show is at the very least going to have seen SmackDown by the time he referees this match with people's career on the line six days from now. Well, he doesn't watch maybe, Raw. Maybe I'm now. crazy. Yeah. I mean, what you hope he sees it. Shouldn't that line be, oh, man, I can't wait to see Shane's reaction to yeah. what's happening tonight? Yeah, because, of course, he will see it. Because what is his job if not to at least fucking watch the show? If it's not to be there every week. No, I agree, and also the fact that well, we talked about this with Kurt Angle not knowing how to pronounce yeah. Oscar or the whole soft thing with Enzo and Chaos, <laughs> like that he doesn't yeah. watch the product he's returning to. Yeah, it's very weird. 
Yeah, but um, he's at least there usually. And then I don't know if it was intentional. I mean, I guess it was. Daniel Bryan hesitated when the referee was knocked down. Daniel Bryan put on the shirt. Because we left out that Daniel Bryan announced he's going to be the second referee. Yeah. Which, by the way, just happened literally almost a year ago at the Rumble between Sheamus and Cesaro and Gallows and Anderson. What do you mean? And on the pre-show, when they had their tag team championship match, there were two referees because they had that gimmick going on where, like, oh, yeah. a referee didn't see this. So they're like, all right, you'll have two referees now. Literally happened at last year's rum- uh, Rumble. And yeah. Gallows and Anderson used it to their advantage, and that's how they won the titles. Right, And right. Byron's like, we've never seen that before. And then at the end of the broadcast, they tried saying, well, we've never seen it between the commissioner and general manager before. Yeah. But they started to say in general about, like, how is that going to work? Like, They've I don't know. Done Go referees. on the fucking network you promote and watch the Royal Rumble and tell me yeah. how it worked. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not a new precedent. Um, Very weird. Yeah. And then Dana Bryan put the shirt on, and the story is that he hesitated to count. First of all, well, Nakamura really never... Well, Saxton. No, but I mean... attention I, to it. I, I think that was what they wanted Dana yeah. to do yeah. for the story. Um, well, well, yeah, but if you're The gonna... move wouldn't have finished off Kevin Owens either. It wasn't like it was a Kinshasa, yeah, but if which it shouldn't have been. If you're going to say that, it's the same situation on Monday night when Dean Ambrose, quote-unquote, had Samoa Joe pinned with a move that he's never, ever won any match with, ever. Well, see, you said that. I don't necessarily think that Dean was going to win. Well, though, no, they tried suggesting yeah, that, and that, so. that was the whole dissension between Ambrose and Jordan was that Jordan had just maybe cost him a match. Yeah, I don't know why they even need to... I mean, Ambrose could have just turned his attention away... Like, not went for a pinfall and just yeah. turned, and then got distracted that way. You didn't really need to have he's him on the He's kind of dumb for... He, he literally leaves the match he's in to get in Jordan's face. Kind of makes him dumb, too. Yeah, him, I'm just saying it, it's better off if he did leave, if, like, Joe was just, like, down or something, as opposed to doing a move to him where he was pinning him and then got... And then, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 Just okay. to kind of protect Joe in a way, because I don't think, like you said, we should be thinking that Joe would have lost to that move. Yeah. But that's what they made us well, think. Yeah, when I mean the, the the thing to think there is Joe's not kicking out because there's no count happening. It's not that he wouldn't kick out if there was a count happening. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just laying yeah. there. If he started hearing a count, he would behave differently than he's currently just laying there. Yeah, um, um, I don't know why it just couldn't end in like a DQ or cannon. I, I mean, I don't think Shinsuke is hurt by that loss, but I wasn't expecting him to lose. Yeah, I mean well, the way it happened, they I guess, want us I get to it. think that there's a chance that Kevin and Sammy are going to lose on Sunday, even though no, I, I, I mean, mean I, I for I one get don't. That. But, no, the odds are in their favor, too, like betting odds. Um, yeah. I I'm think they're not going lo- to be fired from all of WWE, of yeah, course. Well, I still don't know why no one is talking about how he doesn't have the power to do that yet. Yeah, I don't. But that's I mean, weird. where does that – or at least where does that power come from? Did he make a deal with Steph, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's just really hard when Kevin and Sammy are saying, like, he's taking, he's going to be taking food off of her family's tables. Like, it makes you feel bad for them, which oh, – And then Dana Bryan is resonating because he went through this. Well, that's where I was coming from with the Occupy thing, thinking, you know, that the crowd, some of the crowd would have got him to go in the ring. I, th- I think that they're the more sympathetic ones throughout this entire oh, thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Shane is just making irrational decision after irrational decision right. with, a, with a specific vendetta against them for, I don't even remember what started the whole thing, but like before Hell in a Cell, what? Oh, he attacked Vince. Vince. I guess that yeah. was the main. Well, and before that, was, that, it was a U.S. title, how like Shane Oh, yeah, how Shane involved himself match, randomly then, in that yeah. match. Um, and uh, but I think there's not enough t- attention to Randy Orton here. I think Randy Orton could turn heel in this match, really. And then maybe you do like an Orton and Shinsuke feud leading into the Rumble. And that's a good call because that's that might be the yeah the money call. Because I don't think they feasibly think people are going to boo Daniel Bryan, and I don't think and they also would turn turning Shane him McMahon heel if he can't be either. physical. 
Well, yeah, well, not, not in this situation. Another, that's a whole other concept is him allowed to be in the ring. I mean, I understand he's not going to be physical, but yeah. I don't know. That's weird to me because there's Being, something you're talking about even, even as the referee. That's something Something yeah. lands the wrong way or yep. gets knocked down accidentally. I mean, you're going to be right happen. there, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't and think it means he's coming back. Almost certain that Shane's going to probably be knocked out of the match. Cause that, yeah. I, th- I think the lamest possible outcome of this match, this tag title match, is to have Shane get knocked out or otherwise taken out of the match and to have Daniel Bryan, like basically something like what happened on Tuesday, to have Daniel Bryan just, oh, I got to make the count and save Kevin Owen and Sammy's jobs without any, without anybody giving any indication that like there's something more to it than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Daniel Bryan actually wanted to favor Kevin Owens and Sammy or, or, you know, Randy Orton turning is a great fucking idea. I hope that happens. Because that's the be- the problem with Daniel Bryan doing something is he can't. There's no payoff because he can't he can't receive comeuppance if he can't get physical if he turns heel. Right. Um, Do you think there's any chance that he has been cleared and this is leading to something that we don't know about or no? I mean, I I hadn't even considered that possibility before you said it. I don't know. I mean, I don't think him refereeing means anything, but I think it's a very bold move to put him in the ring. Wow, and the whole you think thing that, with, that much. Though? The whole thing with Kane, the the Kane thing. I thought that. Even that they alluded to the fact that a guy who had concussion and neck issues oh, yeah. had been choke slammed. Yeah. And now this, I don't know. I, it's probably not. But I, and I think Daniel feels a certain way about it. I mean, if I was a wrestler who got that taken away from me, and like I'm in that environment, and like we know that he has the itch to like return, I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's, it's a very weird, weird thing situation. To do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not really. I guess I don't know if they wanted to make make people watch the pay per view more, and this is like a selling point of it. But you could have had a thing where Shane McMahon got knocked out on Sunday and Daniel Bryan put on a shirt and pin, made the pin. Without necessarily and like then what, move it okay. forward. Especially now that you've established that that's – or reestablished that putting on a ref shirt gives you – Well, Shane did that, if you remember, in the Baron Corbin. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But yeah. Kevin Owens, it didn't. Right. But like if, I guess if you're an authority figure, you yeah, kind of have, have the press Yeah, it would also tie into that storyline too in a way. Back, yeah. That would be kind of cool. I kind of the done, same storyline. Yeah, like I wouldn't have done the whole announce it this week and then have Daniel put the shirt on. I would have just done it on Sunday and then maybe yeah. elongate. And that also allows oh, okay. you to further than okay. we're thinking like, oh, why did he do it? Is it for Kevin Owen and Sammy? But I think I'm they want to resolve that this Sunday. I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping they do. Because it's, you know, it's just they're stretching it out and stretching it out like – at Survivor Series, I expected a lot bigger of an impact of this storyline in that main event than what we got. Yeah. Where do you see it like going after this, though? Like, Is it going to be something that leads into mania? Is it just going to end? Kevin and Sammy, as an alliance, isn't going to end. But otherwise, if Orton did turn heel, let's say, then are they going to be a faction, the three of them? Kevin Owens, Sammy, and... Eh, I don't know if I would do that. So then where does that go to? Randy versus Shane? Sh- no, oh. Randy. I would do Randy Shinsuke in a feud. Oh, okay. And then a maybe. Feud. Okay. And where does, how does Shane and Daniel play into that? Um, I- I'm not sure. You got to do, they're going somewhere with Shane and Daniel. Like you can't just, they can't successfully make it through this storyline, you know, still having respect for each other, still both being faces and holding the current positions they hold, I don't think. Right? I don't think so. I, I don't, I mean, I hope not. Yeah. There has to be something coming out of this. And, oh, I know what I was going to say. They did make a really good job of making a boring tag team match that we literally saw already intriguing. Yeah. I do have to say. And it it has been a well-told story. Yeah. I think Daniel, who struggles with acting, Wade Keller said that he's one of the better dramatic wrestling characters. I don't think so. I think he's awful in those things. No, I don't think he's awful. I I think think sometimes he comes off very 
Yeah. I think he always makes it his own. You yeah, know, he makes it. But I do think he stepped up in this storyline, and you could tell that there's like a personal factor, and I think it's been very well told. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope it's worth it. Yeah, and there's only six matches, so I feel like maybe they'll add one. Yeah. Is that including the pre-show match? No, there's seven, well, there's, but there's six well, on the well, pay-per-view. there's usually seven on a main card, yeah. so I don't... Unless this... And I also would have made this match maybe like no disqualification or no holds barred or something like that, just to add some elements of oh, like yeah. weaponry in it or yeah. something. Probably but, won't main event it. Yeah, I don't think so. I hope not. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, you don't cool. have anything else you want to say? No, um... Oh, I was going to expand on uh, just the idea that the Shield always have... I know I said, like, their number, the number of whoever. Just Roman Reigns in general, I don't I don't see what the point of telling this story that he's the best and will beat everyone all the time, always, no matter what, is. Like, I don't see what the benefit of that is, which is, you know, that's not how you make someone the guy. You got to give them obstacles to overcome. If we already think that there's no obstacle that they can't overcome them, why would we do anything other than just yeah, resent but them? Then you, you can make the argument that people hate Roman because of the obstacles that, you know, when they are in his place, he always overcomes them like Cena did, like with the authority or uh, with the with the Miz and the Miz-tourage or yeah. several things throughout his career. I mean, now I see what you mean. I don't think the Shield... I think reuniting the Shield was a terrible idea. I think that it's only benefiting Roman. It was bad timing. Um, well, that was the, the, all it was intended to do, I think. I thought it would put the tag titles on... Dean and Seth, so it's like when they first had their first run, where it was Dean U.S. champion Roman and Seth as tag team champions, I thought they just wanted to recreate that. Um, yeah. I fucking would just love if Sanity debuted, and that's the match at Mania, and yeah. you put Brock elsewhere. That's really the way to do it, I think, is to do the shield in a in Because a there match. are three men, it's, a, it's, it's getting away from them being a three-man dominating group. They beat the New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had issues with the Wyatt family. I don't know... You know what? Like they're not their same. That's their thing. It's not the same dynamic as it was. It also works better when they're heels. I mean, I know that they were baby faces for a short period of time before Seth turned. Yeah. But I still think it was a heel faction. It was three people. They teamed up on one person. It was unfair advantage. So I don't know. And it kind of became cool, and that's why they ended up as faces. And Samoa Joe even said, while he was at one point, he said, "You're nothing without the Shield." And I was like, "Oh man, that's so true." Like, if you take the shield out of Roman Reigns, he's not, you right. know, like, how do you make him appealing t- from the get-go without something as yeah, cool, I as, what cool as the shield? If they debuted separately. <sighs> he wouldn't He wouldn't be where he is now, I don't think. Like, I think there's a lot of uh, merit to that statement. Yeah, I mean, I do think Vince still saw the look in him and saw him as a guy who would have been yeah, a championship I just, contender. I just don't think they would have had as much success as they've even had yeah. in advancing him. I don't think Seth along. would be where he is. That's for one thing. I Without don't think, the shield, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't any think of them, so. any, any of them would. I don't think. Yeah. Um. Just in general, this isn't how you make stars. Like you know, you don't you no. listen to the crowd and then you react. You don't you don't just handpick someone and say, all right, no matter what. Like you know, I I referenced Austin earlier with any of anybody that's been huge. Like, what if you had had somebody else that you just had picked? You know what I mean? When The Rock yeah. was big, when Hogan was big. What if you were like, no, Andre. No, forget about Hogan. Andre. WrestleMania 3, Andre's going over. I just, I love Andre. Maybe this, that's not a great example, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if, if 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 Austin wasn't allowed to happen the way it did because he just had his eye on somebody else for that number one spot. Well, it wouldn't have without Triple H, for all we know. Because Triple H was punished for the click incident. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Triple H was originally supposed to win the 1996 King of the Ring. But based on what? 
You know, like history has now shown us that thankfully Austin happened in a big enough way to make them, to force them to realize that we have to go with Austin. Yeah. So if they're doing this with Reigns, that means they're overlooking, you know, they're, they're kind of stomping things out before they start just because they're gung-ho on Reigns. Whereas like, who knows how many Austins you're, you're smothering to death before they have a chance to hit their stride without even realizing it. Well, I can safely say there aren't a lot of Austins on the roster right now, but no, I do see what you're saying. But a common example a, I think of is Rusev and Jinder Mahal. I think Rusev should have been given Jinder Mahal spot. He would never have been the Austin level, but I think that Rusev... You but could he have was either, proven to get a bigger reaction at the very least at that point. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that Rusev could have just been with Lana again, and you could have done a storyline yeah. where they thought that they broke up and Lana helped him win. Or put Aiden English with him and have Aiden English be the Singh brothers. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that I would have taken some foresight, but... I do think gender should be in a top heel, mid-card, maybe sometimes WWE title. Um, now Spot. that I've, now that I've like, seen him do it, I think yeah. it did work. I just kind think of. that... I don't think Shinsuke should have been utilized, and but no, I don't want yeah, to get to help, too much to into To help that. build him, yeah, totally. Like, CM Punk would be a great example Yeah, for me. Like, I think he could have been bigger if they got... I mean, they got behind him, but not. they didn't really get behind no. him. No. The fans and helped that, too. Like, yeah, I mean, he was, he, he was already huge. Pick. He could have just been bigger if they got behind him like they got behind Austin. Yeah. Other examples, Bad News Barrett, or even the Swiss Superman Cesaro. Incredible feats of strength. You had all the pieces in play. He already tore his suit off, just like the real Superman superman does yeah that's true um so yeah that's how i feel about that i don't disagree that is the show wishful booking wrestling podcast my name is jimmy moorcraft you can catch me on twitter at dr moorcraft and my name is liam mcnulty you can catch me on twitter at real hugh jactor you can like our face that's at real hugh jactor just you know because it's a play on words which it's really like a terrible handle for this purpose yes uh thanks for agreeing um, you can like our Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod, or you can email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com, and someone will read it, and we Eventually. might even mention it on the show. Maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Throw me a freaking bone here. And uh, for the show, we will see you beyond the clash. After oh, I'm the sorry, champions. Clash of champions. Yes, when the champions don't clash, we'll see you after that. Yes. After nothing happens. So you will hear us next week. Later, guys. Later. Doesn't make any goddamn sense.